I do remark that I know a bit about what getting that I don't know anything about no. And the village are the All Ireland champions 19 points to 14 Who said they couldn't win it? Welcome to the James Stevens podcast. My name is Tyke Dunhu, and over the next three episodes, we'll be delving into the club's history with some interesting characters and legends of the game. Tonight's show is sponsored by DID Electrical, who have been great supporters of the club. We ask you to support them by visiting their showrooms and also online at www.did.ie. Now, on this week's podcast, we have a man that needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. Van Larkin is a James Stevens legend who played at right cornerback for both club and county. He enjoyed a glittering career with Kilkenny, winning five senior All-Ireland medals, nine Leinster medals, one National League medal. Van also went on to win four senior hurling t- titles in 1969, 75, 76 and in 1981. Along with that, he has two club All-Irelands along the way as well. He has the distinction of being as part of the, fam- the only family in Ireland who have three generations of All-Ireland winners. A man synonymous with Kilkenny and fan, you are very, very welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Ty. Great to be here. It is great, yes. Not to be locked up. Fan, I'm going to bring you right back to the very beginning. And what would your earliest memories be of the village and the club? My earliest memories of the village club is back in the 50s. It would be about 54, I'd say. That uh, we were in Nolan Park, myself, Marty Welch and Pa Welch. The village were playing minor. And they hadn't enough and they dragged the three of us off the, off the stand to go play. What I, age were you, fan? I'd say I was 13, I'd say. I played goal and Marty Welch and Pa played on the forward line. And come here, who were you playing that night? I think it's Lachlan's we were playing. I hope you bet them, did you? I, I don't know, I can't <laughs> remember the score. <laughs> Go on, you were going to say it. But uh, that was that then. And we came up then and we won the under-16 championship a couple of years after. Come here, going way back, your, your dad Paddy was also, you know, he won uh, a junior championship, I think it was in 1924. And, yeah. And uh, he was also part of the winning teams of 35, 1935 and 1937. I'm sure, you know... Your father would have told you great stories, and have you any memories of him telling stories about those in, in, uh, in the village in that era? Yeah, you would have him telling stories about them years, so they would. That, uh, that the parish that time, the village was as calm the village, we say, it was from Darch to the pump, as they say. But there was a lot of houses up that out beyond it used to hurl with him as well. That himself and his brother played with the village and Billy the Wire and all them men. Martin Cassidy, I think, was over him at that time. Old Martin Cassidy. And where was the pitch fan at that stage? The where pitch, I hurt? don't think they had any pitch. They used to get one and go play in it. No training, just get so You don't work. know, they used to train all right. They'd have a, they'd have a, a field, rent a field, I think. And Billy Lahey was tied up in it at that time as well, you know. Do you remember your father hurling? Oh, God, I never seen my father never. hurling, no. no. I'm not that old, child. <laughs> And uh, your father would have hurled, you know, with the village, but, you know, also with Kilkenny. Would he have hurled with Ring, against Ring? He would. No, no, no Ring, Ring only was coming when my father was finished. 
He would have hurled again ring in 43 if they had to, if they had to beat Antrim. They were bit be a goal, be Antrim. And the two years previous, they couldn't play counted the foot and mouth disease. Tipperary and Kilkenny were, couldn't play. And that Kirk, that's when Kirk won the four in a row. Right, okay, gotcha. And come here, um, speaking of ring, did you ever play against ring? No. Never, either. I was so to play, was right in the of the I was to play on, on a Monday in Kirk. But he didn't play. He didn't turn off. I was just starting and he was just lucky. He heard you were coming, Sam. Yeah, but as I said to the Cork lads, Ring was lucky. <laughs> so he, he gone. He was only coming when my father was gone and he was gone before I arrived. <laughs> <laughs> lucky man, lucky man. Um, come here, I said in the, in the introduction there that you have the distinction of being the only family in Ireland to have three, three generations of all Ireland's. Your four sons, John Philly, uh, mm. Parik and Eamond and your two daughters Anne and Eileen um, you know they played all with the club and also your, your wife Eileen has been a major part of the club's success over the years there must be great stories from the household with all uh, those people well there would but we never spoke that much about it I mean that'll be broken again with that, the way things are going now with the powers the Welches and all that crowd but we probably have it that'll never be done in the one the one century we done it, we say, in the uh, 19th century. My father won him in the 30s, I won him in the 70s, and Philly won it in 2000. You know? Yeah, but it's not going to be easy to break that. And I think, to be honest, it's just going to, that record will be there for a long, long time. Yeah. Well, the record, but you know, we never thought of it that way, you know? Yeah. We just hurled, that's all. Yeah. Come here, you... you, you, you I'm going to say this to you, and I know you're, you're, you're a good bit across there. You're known as a tough competitor and a hard man on the pitch. Well, I wouldn't say I was tough as everyone make out I was. But I'd go for the ball, and I'd go do everything I could to win it. You know, I'd, and I'd, I wouldn't take that enough of anyone. You know, I'd be able to stand up for myself. Like I heard you saying before, like the greyhound, first to the bend. First to the bend. That was that my father always preached that. First to the ball. But come here, speaking of, you know, the game of hurling has changed a lot over there, and it was a lot tougher when you were playing. Oh, yeah, and it was tougher even still before it. Now you'd get a free for for nothing. In our day, you wouldn't get a free, you know. If you go back to the history in the 35 All-Ireland, there was nine frees given in the whole game. Okay, like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be nine in the first five minutes now. Yeah, you know. But can I ask you, talking about tough men and, and the end of the year, who was the toughest man that you remember hurling even for the village? The hurling hur- hur- again? Yeah. Well, I'd say you'd have to say the late Pat Delaney was probably one of the toughest men you could ever meet, you know. And Purcell, I played on Purcell when Winegap were senior as well, you know. You see, I didn't play right full-back for the village. I played full-back. Full-back most of the time, yeah. All the time. Yeah. You know. And centre back now and again too. Up when often in the in the first year when be, I'd be pushed out centre back when we'd be under trouble. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you like you know you're very known for being a corner back. But you, I, I know well you you hurled in in, in an all Ireland for Kilkenny in seventy eight uh, against Cummins. Yeah, a full back as well too. Yeah, well I played with say in seventy eight and I started in seventy nine full back. Now I didn't want to play a full back, but they picked me to play a full back. Yeah. You named two tough men there, Purcell and, and, and Delaney, and I'm sure they were very, very tough men to, and tough opponents, but 
you know, for Village to beat them the way we were able to beat them at the time, we must have had tough men around you. Oh, well, God, we had, we had a great team. Yeah. We, the, the only trouble is we probably should have won more. I mean, Johnstown were there, were there with us in the bridge. And we were betting two finals. Johnstown betters in two finals. Whatever about the first one, the betters in, there's no way they should have betters in the second one. We were letting be 13 points at half time. Yeah. And we were a bit before. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and come here and I ask you, though, you know, with, with all the success that you had at the time, there must have been uh, memories as well. To, what, was your, what was your biggest disappointment around that time? Uh, the biggest disappointment was, I'd say, that after winning the club all year in 76, that we were betting the Leinster final in 77. Now, I couldn't play. I was in hospital. And uh, I couldn't play. And we were bet be a point. Because we'd probably have won it. We'd probably have bet the Glen in the final. Because we had a star-studded team, you know. Mm. It was just one of them days that things didn't go right for the village. Who was that time, Sam? Uh, Camros. Camros, yeah. Good mm. team too, though. Good, hard, tough yeah. team. With the coodies and them, yeah. you'd know you were hurling. Yeah, yeah. See, we were meeting all them lads, and you'd have to be able to stand up for yourself. You but know. Did Glenn beat them in the final then? After Glenn beat them in the final. Did they beat them well? I think the best would be six or seven points, I think. Uh, come here, I ask you a question. You know, you captained uh, James Stevens in 75, as you said, um, you know, and also the club in, in, in the club all Ireland in 76. You know, you, you also went on and you, you captained Kilkenny, I think, for a rail, or you captained Leinster in a railway cup. And your father, Paddy, captained the village, but he also captained Kilkenny. And Philly, over the years, I think it was in 84, he captained the 21. Yeah. Uh, Kilkenny under 21s. You know, the phrase leaders of men come to mind there. You know, what is it about the lack of well, such leaders? Well, the point about it is, is, you see, I was the captain of the team in 70, 75. And after you'd be the captain of the. Kilkenny team, you know. Yeah. But you see, the way it worked that time is I was captain of the Kilkenny team in 1970 when we won the championship. I, I was the captain. I played the first round. Jim Tracy was injured. Jim Tracy was injured. He had a broken thumb and, and I got in corner back. I played lip full back and we won. And the next day then Jim Tracy was right and I wasn't picked. You know, Jim yeah. Tracy was picked. And uh, Crossy then was captain. Right, okay, I got you. I got you. But, you know, um, we were the first team in Kilkenny, the first team in Leinster, I think, actually, to win the, the All-Ireland Club. And uh, you were the first man then to bring an All-Ireland Trophy back to this club. Uh, there must be been great celebrations. Oh, sure, there was great celebrations. We were below on the Laneys. That's where we were in the back room. And it was on all night, sure. I think Smelly John Lortimer Salem was out blackguarding like on the road and... They had to send for the guards and they cleared it. But we had great nights. But I'd say the best night we had was after winning the championship in 68, or in the first one in 69. Yeah. It was played in 70. Right. We had great, in the band room, we had great night that night. So we had Sean Tyrrell, he was a selector, and Lou McCarthy. They were the main men picking the team, you and know. You, was there a trainer or a manager of the team was just selected? No, they brought, the, Ned Burden and them, we played the... We played Johnstown below on the bridge in the, in the tournament and we were best be about six points and there was argument afterwards we'd have to get a trainer, you know. And uh, I blame myself for, bet, for being bet that day because I pulled on two balls over there and they went in off of my hurdle, you know. Right. 
that was the two goals. Who was in goal, Mick? Mick Moore was on goal, sure, to be... Delighted with you. Oh, he was, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we, Ned Burden was playing, and, and the kick we'd have to get training, and they brought Dennis Toomey. He was working in the brewery. He was an athlete. He used to throw the javelin. Right. And they brought him up, and he turned the team into racehorses. Yeah. Fit men, but it was a there was a great team in the no, late sure 60s, we had, and that we, wasn't the team was coming. Sure, we had a great team. We had the two Lahys, we had the two Morrisseys, you know, two Larkins, yeah, yeah. you know, three and Philly boy, and you had Mickey Dunn and yeah. Georgie was great, Fisker, you know, right, right. Was talent, great talent, and Ned Burden was a massive man that time, you know. Uh, and come here, that was the breakthrough in the 60s and then you know the team really came into its own yeah, in but the mid 70s as well too. we should have we probably should have bit Freshford in 68 right abroad in, in Ballaragut I think we were a bit before Pines and we dropped fierce wides and we missed Georgie hand passed the ball no one to bear the goal no one on the goal and he hand passed it wide you know, just one of those days, one of those days you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And Georgie then, the next year, was top scorer, sure. Yeah, yeah, but you always said, you know, county finals and, and championships are never easy won in Kilkenny. Never, you know? never and, easy won in Kilkenny. They're still the same, you know. Yeah, so. on and will be yeah, forever, while, forever, forever, you know. Forever. But, you know, we came again and, you, you know, you were the backbone of another great team then in the 70s. And, you know, the, the younger men came on like... Uh, you know, Brian and Chunky we came along and, and later yeah. Joe and, and, and whatever as well too. But, ah, yeah, but you know. in, Joe was there in, when we won the club championship. Joe, Cody and uh, Tom McCormick, you know. Yeah. The McCormicks were great for the Middle yeah. And John McCormick up on the forward line. And Dolly Taylor was great in the middle of the yeah, field, yeah, you know. Yeah. And Chunky as well too, of course. Yeah. Oh, McCarthy Chunky played centre forward. Oh, when you think yeah. about the hurlers that yeah. were there, they oh, could make a God. good county team out of Yeah, Mickey Lahey scored a goal in every every match. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and in the final, Chunky scored a goal off a penalty. You know, Dini McCormick was a massive man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he went, he was a terrible loss to the village, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it was a great era for the village, you know, right through the 70s and up until, you know, you know, up until the, the, the club all Ireland in 81. And I don't think you heard much after that from yourself, though, Fan, did you? I hurdled the next year. We were betting the final. Right. Shamrock Special in the final. In but, 82? Yeah. Which was like for Kilkenny in 82, which was hurling against all the boys who were picking. Yeah, 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 I was hurling that year, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I was a selector I, with our own lads. But uh, not alone was the senior team going well, but done the age, done the age section in the club yeah. was flying at that stage. Yeah, yeah. Georgie and Bill Cody done tremendous work here, yeah. you know. Yeah, but you, you know, I remember you back at that time as well too, and you were very, very involved in the underage structure of the club, and you know, very, very involved in the development of all the hurlers as well too. And you were a selector of many, many teams, and a mentor with a lot of them as well too. And you know, the, there's some great teams. You know, in the eighties, we had great underage success, as you well know. And uh, you know, uh, what's your memories of those teams, fan? Oh, sure. Well, I said the first. Do you remember the street leagues? Actually, do you remember those back in the eighties? The street leagues used to be. Murder out here, so they used. And it, there were the Dick Kine, former president, vice president here. He was the main man started at the street leagues. And he had one in, in Vickers Place. And we split Larchfield because it was all the young, crowd, young families in Larchfield. To my 
I was sorry after because we never won it. We were always betting the vinyl. And uh, Willie Smith had the Waterford Road and the Morrisseys had Shellam's Raft. Right, uh, Nick and Sean Morrissey. Oh, the matches here were They're terrific. Really, you know, for young fellas. They were Ireland, terrific. I think that was the, you know, that was the start to kick off of, yeah. of really good underage teams that we had later yeah. on in the village. Edmund O'Leary, Edmund O'Leary was the star of our team. Yeah. And Scotty, Scotty and Carnelli, they were the star of yeah. the, the, the kinds team, you know. But all those guys came together, you know, and they won uh, the first fail. Um, I think John was playing on the first fail, actually. And, yeah. And, uh, were you a selector on that one? No? I was a selector on that one, yeah. I, we were down in Limerick. Yeah. Down in Limerick. And we were lucky enough now to beat the, to beat the Dublin crowd. Yeah. We were very lucky to beat the Dublin crowd. And we bet them anyway. Shasky, or not... Yeah, Shasky McCarthy played goal. So he, he was only... Tiny. Oh, jeez, he was awful small. <laughs> he was definitely smaller than me. And uh, Frankie was a giant. Yeah. Mickey Morrissey. John. Oh, stop, we had a great team. And uh, Millet. John Millet was the star in the final. He scored three goals. Brophy. We had a oh, we had a really good team. Yeah, they're a great team. Yeah. yeah, you know we won a good few failures, and you were yeah. involved in a lot of those teams. I was involved with the next one as well in Croke Park. Yeah, Patrick was playing that one. Patrick was <laughs> playing Shane Hull and Lord Mercy on him. Shock below. That's the, right. He kicked the, the ball, I think. Didn't he, he? he only made one goal to nothing. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, score. unbelievable. Brazo was terrific that yeah, day. Dominic Bradley, yeah. yeah, he was another big loss yeah. when he went. You know, yeah. Forrestal was playing. You know, we had a friend Whale, I think, was playing as well. Did Philly win a fail after? No, Philly is the only one in our house never won a fail. They were bit... Must remind him of that they were, bit, they were bit below and below and clear of a big wet day. That They were small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, if they had to bring Big John... I didn't go there because I was working. If they had to bring Big John, Philly boys, lad... Yeah. They'd have won it because he was a giant. Yeah, he was a big fan. Right? Yeah, he was a giant. And all they wanted was a big lad to stand on the edge of the square, you know. And they, and they knocked out the, the favourites the next day, yeah. the car crowd. Yeah, yeah. Come here, just, just uh, you said the big men and you mentioned giants mm. and the whole lot. And, and, and the game has evolved a lot. And there's, you know, when you think of hurlers in the modern game, there's a lot of big men. Uh, in the modern game, you know, if you think of you know the way you played and and, and the game that you played, uh, there's a question here written down, and I don't know who writes down these questions from, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Would you have survived in the, against those big men today, uh, and the speed of the modern game? <laughs> you should ask the question, other. Would they survive in our era? That's a fair point. Yeah, a fair point. That's true. Would they survive in our era? How could you compare though? Sure, you couldn't. But yeah. would they survive in our era? Yeah. A lot of them lads. Do you think they would? I'd be debatable. Right, okay. Because it, the game is different now. In our era, if there was two, there was three goals scored off of me in 64. One my fault, two not. Right. But I was dropped. Now they don't care what scored off of that. Right, okay. <laughs> there was an All-Ireland final there, played a few years ago, Kilkenny and Tip. And a lad scored 2-7 off the full back. And they said the full-back had a great game. That wouldn't be said in the... If, if oh, you, you were gone. 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 Forget you were gone. You were gone, yeah. yeah. 
But what what do you see is the major difference in the hurling now and the hurling back? Like uh, the hurling now today is, you know what I mean? It's a great spectacle and yeah, but big, big scores. It's the ball. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's the ball. I'll grant it that the boys are probably fitter. Yeah. They're probably fitter. And the ball is the team. It's lighter. Yeah, and there's no tackle in the game now. Mm. In hurling or football, there's no tackle. That remain the main. If you run into a lad now, or if a lad going in and you pull pull with the hurdle to try and knock the ball, it's a free mm. immediately. And with the ball, your lad scoring. Should the Kilkenny goalkeeper scoring points from well over a hundred yards? Right, yeah. You know, and Ali Welsh had a great puck out, and it would be on his best to puck it to the far seventy. Yeah, you know. And come here, would you would you would you like to think that you would have maybe even enjoyed? to think playing in the modern game now? Uh, I'd probably enjoy playing with the modern game now, but I wouldn't enjoy the way they, they train. I wouldn't enjoy that. Do you think it's too much? Uh, personally, myself, I, I don't think that they have to be running the way they're running. Right. Sure, it's athletes now more than hurling. Yeah. There's a lot of skill going out of the game, you know. Ground in my opinion, ground, ground aerial hurling... Yeah. All you get now, get a big man, get the ball into your hand and run, and another lad run beside you, like rugby, and your hand pass it up. And you, in rugby, at least, you're able to run into the lad, but you can't do that in hurling. Yeah. If you run straight into a lad in hurling, it's a frontal charge and a free again, yeah? and you'd have a lad putting a yellow card up to you, and you'd be sitting in the thin bin now, the way they have it. What was your best talents, though, fan? When you were playing hurling, you know, what were you exceptionally good at? Because, you know, everybody talks about Ant- exceptionally good hurling that you were. Anticipation. Explain that to me. Anticipation. Know where the ball is. When the lad is hitting the ball off of the far end of the field. Bang, you're gone. Gone. Jim Langton now had that. I hurled with Langton. Lads be laughing at me when they say that. But I hurled with Langton, and Langton had that. Paddy Johnson had it. And they weren't fast men by no means. But they had it, knew when to go. Knew when to go. You know. And when you got there, you had to get it. Well, you had to have the ball. You yeah. know, the, any inter-county lad, Porty Salt, when they anticipated, nine times out of ten, he'll get the ball. You know. And, you know, you weren't a big man, you know what I mean, but you were playing against big men. So that's how you actually counteracted that gone first. Yeah, to the ball. first to the ball. Yeah. And once they had the ball gone, what can well, they do? Well, if you had, if you, all I'd have to do was t- hit the ball out and Pat Lawler and someone would pick it up. Yeah. You know, yeah. or I'd have it in my hand. Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, was that something that just came natural to you or was that coached within you? You know, who would have kind of said that to me, you? My father used to always say, like the ground, first yeah. to the bend. Yeah, okay. First to the ball. Yeah. But I played in an era that let it did walk into the ground, you know. Yeah, yeah. That if the high ball coming in, if he got, he'd walk, yeah, and there wouldn't be hope of a free, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, other other fellas that were been, you know, that would have had a strong influence in your career. Who would they be? Well, I'd say Sean Tyrrell had a big influence on it, and uh, Lou McCarthy. In what way, fan? Well, Lou McCarthy and Mickey Dunn, we always hurled on the green above. Right. You know, Mickey Dunn was the star that time underage for us yeah. and he was a star hurling senior with the village he capped the team in 69 right. and I lived next door to him you know always hurling always hurling yeah yeah come here and I ask and, you you know um, and Father Mar had a, a bear on it as well training with Kilkenny yeah. see we training with Kilkenny Father Mar wouldn't let you run 
you might do three or four sprints, but it, you do all your hurling with the ball, playing a match. That was what he concentrated yeah, on. Yeah, all your hurling, playing the ball. Be 12 aside. First and touch. First touch. No, not alone, me. Everyone. Everyone, yeah, you that know. Was his, that, was yeah, his, you that was his philosophy. Come here, your most memorable game, either for the village, let's say for the village and for Kilkenny, what were they, fam? Well, I'd say the, the best game I had with Kilkenny, I'd say, was the 75 All-Ireland. I was after being put off in the National League. Remember that? In, in Turles, rightly so. But, uh, and I, hit that I hit Padraig Fahey. And uh, I was put off. Maloney put me off. I got suspended for two months. That's how Paddy Nari got into play for the village. Because I was suspended. Into play for Kilkenny, you mean? No, with the village. All right, okay. Sorry, a big pardon, yeah. And, uh, and uh, we were playing in the All-Ireland final. And uh, the Lord of the said I wouldn't be able to run him. You know, Fahey was fierce fast. And he was after giving Brian Murphy a waffle run around Can't in the it. semi-final, yeah. And come here, you must have trained hard for that. Then. Oh, I trained very hard for Did it. Did you? Yeah. What type of training would you have done I in did, preparation for an all Sprints. Like that? Right, okay. Sprints and a couple of rounds of the field, but mostly sprints. Sharp. Yeah, sharp. Sharp all the time. And a lot of the time in the ball, Ali. And 75 was your best game. That was your Well, it was one of, yeah, you always say it's your best game when you win, you know. You, you spoke earlier on, did he score off you that time? No. No, that was your biggest problem. No, he didn't even get a puck at the ball, I think. <laughs> and for the village fan, that's what game would stick out in your mind in that regard? The one that stick out in our mind is the first one we won. Yeah. The, seven, the 69 all Ireland, yeah, the yeah. county championship. Yeah. Who'd you hurl on that day? I hurled on Delaney. Right. And you would have known each other well. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gary, and well, friendly rivalry, of course. Like, oh, there'd be no friendly about it. <laughs> was it friendly that day at all? So no friendly about the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he score, fan? No, no, I didn't score that day. No, either. okay, very good. And come here, um, that that particular game. What was so what was so memorable about? Well, it? what was so memorable? It was the first one. Right. Okay. It was the first one, the first county final that. I thought I'd never play it. And a, a lot of the lads with me was the same. Yeah. We were after hurling. I was hurling senior since 50 or six, 50, 59. Yeah. And that was... A long time coming. That was 11 years. Yeah, yeah. And Georgie and Mickey Dunn, they were hurling senior since 50, 55. Yeah. You know, one the junior in 55. And they were hurling senior up to that. Yeah, you Normally you'd be betting the first round. Um, you, we had great battles with the Fenians after that. As oh, well, yeah, too, yeah. Know, yeah. I mean, uh, the the Pat and the Roar. Yeah. And, uh, and the Roar and the Bridge. We had a woeful game with the Bridge with, uh, in in uh, 69, in the quarter final. We played three matches, you know. And I had a fair game there. I went out centre-back that day. Sean Tittle put me out centre-back in the last, the last quarter of an hour. We were behind. And we pulled it back and went ahead. And Jamie Clear got a pint. Yeah. Moore went up to catch it and he hit his hand and over the bar, you know. I remember you saying to me a while back that you was talking about grey holders and one that you would have admired. You said Jamie Clear was a grey holder. Well, I thought Jamie Clear was the best right halfback I ever see. Really, yeah. 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 And there was great halfbacks. And the bridge were very, very good. Oh, the bridge, the bridge is a great team. I almost thought the bridge was the best senior team I ever Saw so hurling, but I'd have to, I'd have to change my opinion. You'd have to give it to the Shamrocks. Shamrocks. You know, the way they're coming and coming, you know. 
Come here and I tell you, over those years, you know, great hurdles within the village, along with yourself, but who was the best? You know, you're talking with Seamus Clear, with Kilkenny and right half-back, but who was the best village player that you ever uh, remember hurdling along that, with? That, that's a very hard question, because there were some great village men that played with Kilkenny and played with the club. I mean, we played in with... Uh, I played in 71. Crotty, I think. I don't think Crotty was on that team. And... Uh, we played the next year. It was very hard for any city that get on the county team. Why is that? I don't know. But in, in 72, there was a village man on every line. You know, I played right fullback. Emma Morrissey played left fullback. Chunky played centre field. McCrossy played right half forward. Yeah. And Burden played corner forward. And that was a big change. Huge, yeah. You know, Huge, huge, yeah. Yeah, and now we have man every year, you know. That time, from we said from my father's time, it was very hard for a village man to go on the team, you yeah, know. You know, it was a great team and great men that played along with it. Yeah, too, but there was great men with the village that never won anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, true. You know. And the, you know, a lot of underage success. When you said it would have been nothing, would I, you mean a, a, a county final? A, a yeah, but even a, even a, the village didn't win nothing for since thirty seven till fifty five. Yeah. You know, and a lot of great men played at that time. And the man that when we were hurling underage, under sixteen, Mick Tyrrell was the man. You know, he was the man over us that time. You know, yeah, yeah. and. Lads had never even mentioned him. You know, and he was a great village hurler. Of course, yeah. You know, Jimmy Morrissey, the postman in Kells, he used to hurl with the village in the in the in the thirties as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and you said there, Fan, as well too, that you know, we hadn't won you know, before sixty nine we hadn't won in a long, long time and you know, there was plenty of 20? gaps. And um you know, after that, when you finished up and we won the All Ireland in '81, and then there was a, you know, we won't say the Barron time, but you know, we we, we didn't win a, a county final for for a long, long time. But you were a selector with, with with along with Brian and Paddy Malay for for a couple of years, and yeah. we were making a breakthrough in the early '90s. What's your memories of that? Well, we had a, we we won in '81, and we were beating the next two finals. Yeah, Shamrock. Shamrock's Shamrock shouldn't have betters in the third one. We should have bet him, you know, but that's beside the point. Uh, but we had a we had a barren spell then, and then it came to the the nineties, is it? Ninety six. Well, in ninety six, if you remember, you yeah, ninety six they came. They came Gorn, young they, Ireland's in, in, in yeah, the but same, they yeah. came. They came that time with a with a good a good team. We had a very good team. The underage team that came, was we had most years, of the underage yeah. teams were after coming. We said they were after winning two minors. You know, and the one two under twenty ones. You know, Noli Brennan, Philly, Tots and all them lads, Peter, all them lads were on the team, you know. Yeah, but you mentioned there Tots and Philly and Peter. Like they were after breaking into the Kilkenny scene at that particular yeah. point of time and got great experience and they were the backbone of the team that you were involved in the selector on, you know what I mean? So yeah, but we we had lads we had we had Tobias was playing and Malcolm. Man. Malcolm was uh, Shane Doyle. Won a captain of minor all Ireland winning. Nolly Brennan, you mentioned earlier. Nolly was on it. Chuck was on it. Yeah, that's right. Chuck was great all that year, you know. You know, Liam Smith. And we were well behind the first day against Gordon, but we we battled back 
and we drew it. Probably should have won it the first day, I thought myself. But even the second day we could have won it, you know. But then Gordon, Gordon were coming as well. They didn't win that for years either. And they had the exceptional player, DJ, you yeah. know. Yeah. I actually was watching that on YouTube uh, recently and you were interviewed after it or before the game and you actually said to your man, look, at if we had DJ Carey, who do you think would win it then? Yeah. <laughs> you know, DJ was exceptional. Yeah. But I thought Philly hurled him well enough, so I did, the, the second day. But there was an awful lot of changes in that team, if I can remember, from the first yeah, end of the yeah, What happened there, Fan? Well, uh, the selectors, that I was one of them, and Paddy Millay, Liam Tyrrell, Mick Moore, and the master, Mr. Cody, and decided to change it, which probably in hindsight, in hindsight was wrong. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, it seemed a good idea, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, and the bet is the second day. But look, at, uh, you know, I think the club got great confidence from, from that particular game, even though we didn't win it. And you could see, you know, you could see it was a great lift around the club and, you know, we had a really, really good, well-established senior team. And it took us a good few years to actually go ahead and win it. It though, is, yeah, but so. we, we came up against Gordon again in the semi-final yeah. and the bet would be a point. Yeah, and Glenmore were very, very yeah, strong. Yeah, and Glenmore was strong as yeah. well, you yeah, know. And the Shadows, of course. Yeah, and... Glenmore had an exceptional free taker. Yeah. He'd point the ball from anywhere. Ray Hefferton, yeah. you know, he, he had a great hurler. And Shamrock. But but then the, the like of Philly and Peter and Tots, they were after getting great experience hurling with Kilkenny, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the, they were after winning in All Ireland, you know, and which was a big team. But all them won under 21 middies, you know, in 94. You know, Philly played, and Peter, I think, played the year before. They were betting the replay. Johnny MacDonald refereed it from tip. I can still remember the first day, big Burke going in with the ball. He scored a goal. But he cut the ball three times. Yeah. Should have been a free out, yeah. you know. We would have won it. And Kenneth Brennan scored a great goal to draw it, you know. And the comfort was on that team as well, you yeah. know. But you know, uh, you know, Philly and, and, and Brian McAvoy, of course, had finished up with Kenny by the time we went to one of them. But you know, when they came back to the club, which you mentioned yourself the experience that they had gained with Kenny, and you know what I mean, they had that final push on them. Yeah, but eventually they, uh, got to the Holy Grail and won another one again. Yeah, know, but so. we had a, a lot of younger lads now that lads wouldn't realise that were coming now. Yeah, you know, you had Murray coming that time. You had Joey Murphy. You had Bobbers was there, and you had Paddy O'Brien and. You know, all them lads, you know, we had a good team and we had a good yeah, half-back yeah, like Jackie, field, yeah, Jackie was coming at that time playing powerful. Yeah. Owen Larkin. Yeah. Owen Larkin was probably the key. Yeah. See, we had a, an outstanding forward. A go-to man. We had an outstanding forward. You know, and it, it makes all the... You could be the best back in the world, but it is forwards wins matches. The reliable man, get the ball down to left. No, him. yeah, no, but in any sport, it's the forward. Mm. A man at back could stop the best man. But if you don't score at the other end, you know. And that was the missing link. We needed that was the missing link. If he had to be there around an hour time, we'd have won more. You reckon? You know, yeah. yeah. And, and come here and take your memories of those. And, uh, you know, there's a great photo on the wall here of yourself and Jimmy and Peter, you know, the, the, the three captains yeah. of, of the All-Irelands. And, you know, your memory of the, of, of the, the All-Ireland victory up at Crow Park that day we bet at and Ray. Oh, well, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I left the stand. Joey, I left the stand immediately. 
and jumped the railing and in on the field. And there were stewards following him and I crossed the pitch. It was great. But the best crack that year was winning the Leinster final. We had some crack above in, above in Port Leash after winning the Leinster final. That in the dressing room after the match was unbelievable. Kate, I remember Caton coming in and, and Milan and, and uh, Mullins came in. He was over the UCD team. He was the head man in UCD that time. Or some crack. Myself and Sean Tyrrell, I had a, it was over a flask. And myself and Sean Tyrrell drank it <laughs> after, after the match <laughs> on the field. And why wouldn't you? And the crowds in, the crowds in on the field, you know, was that. But when we won it, there were nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. The crowds in on the field, the first when we won the championship that year, you know, it was a total elation, and and you know what I mean. We 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 just were, you know, the famine was here for so long. Yeah. But you just mentioned something there, and I want to bring you back to it as well too. You mentioned Keaton came into the dressing room after. I think he was manager of of, of yeah UC, UCD yeah. at the time. Did you ever hurl on him? Oh, I did. Yeah, I hurled on him in seventy one. Go ahead. Yeah, he nearly killed me. He hit me off the ball. Hit you with a shoulder and Hit me with the hurdle. But, but that was the day he played... Uh, in his uh, bare feet. Yeah. And you couldn't get out after him, no? His bare feet, he, hadn't, he didn't take his boots off and I played on him. <laughs> he did got you, no score from play that day, Caton. Go away, but come here and tell you, did you have to go off that day? I had to go off, but I have a record that'll never be broken. Go on, tell me. I was knocked out in three All-Irelands. What All-Irelands were they? Obviously I was knocked off in 59 minor. I was knocked. Had to go off, yeah. I was knocked out in '71, and I went off in '72. And come here in the, in the minor all Ireland. Who were you playing that day? Playing Tip. Were you marking Keaton? No, no, no. Keaton, Keaton was out the field a bit right. further, yeah. But he was playing that day. I think he was, yeah. And you got a belt in the head with a horse. No, I belt across the chest. Yeah, had to go off. Yeah, go off. Did Kilkenny win that minor? No, it was a bit of a pint. Okay. Any years did you play minor with Kilkenny? I played one. I was a sub in 58, right. but they had, they had to drop three lads, and I was one of the ones that were dropped. Was there any more village lads playing with you minor around at that time? Uh, no, yeah, Joe Ayers was on the team, and Con Nine. Where did Joe come play? Con Nine played full forward, and uh, Joe played wing forward. Right. And Joe was the star the next year, 1960. Crab, as we used to call him. He had a star game in the minor final. Against Cork? Against Tip. Tip again, was it? Mm. Yeah. Okay. They won three in a row that time. Right, okay. That was the start of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, come here, go, just going back to the, I'm jumping around here a small little bit, going back to the to the win uh, against UCD and then we went on to, to win the All-Ireland. And you know, we won the county final very, very quickly the following year again after. Yeah. That, you know, and a lot of success came along through and... You know, just thinking about, you know, uh, the county finals, you know, and Owen and Jackie were there as well too and they were the backbone of the team. And now we have a new team again that, you know, that uh, Jackie has retired and, you know, uh, there's new fellas coming again. What's your advice for the for, for the current village team that are there? Now? Sure, the, the current village team is to keep going the way they're going. Mm. They can't do anything better. Right. And if you're telling me Jackie is retired, I, well, I see him abroad in the field tonight and I sit today and I see him the other day again, if he's retired, <laughs> I don't know how he's training for... <laughs> he's like a train, you see He's, yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's fish as a fiddle, sure. Yeah. But, you know, he, he didn't hurl last year, but, you know, there's a new era of, of, yeah. of village hurlers coming. But he didn't again. hurl because they didn't pick him. Yeah. See, the lad never retires. It's the lads that don't pick him. 
Well, look, we'll, we'll ask Jackie on the next podcast, maybe. What's the story with there, there Jackie? Are you retired or not? And Fan thinks you should come back. Is that what you saying? No, no, I'm saying is, <laughs> is Led's playing with Kenny, you'd say he's retired. Yeah. You see Paul Murphy gone now. Yeah. But should, you don't play him. You know, you can't play unless you're picked on any team. Yeah, but that's the, that's the, the, the whole way teams evolve or whatever. What I'm trying to get to the, is, is the village team that is evolving now and do you know what I mean? They're not big men, but they're but they're good hurlers. You know what I mean? And yeah, the way they hurled last year, uh, you know, was very very good. And but you know, if you were in the middle of them fellas and you were you were actually um, uh, hurling along with them, how, what advice would you be giving them to go on and that final push to go? I mean, go to the ball, out to the ball, right. and don't be shooting from impossible angles. Don't be shoot, but don't be afraid to shoot. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you go back to the, the match against the Shamrock. Brazo, Brazo had a great game. He dropped seven wides, yeah. you know. But he had seven chances. He was brilliant the same day as well. Yeah, he had months. seven chances. Yeah. And it's like we say Shane playing full back. Your man got on top of him in the beginning. Friendly, scored a goal, a couple of points. He had him on top. But Shane kept hurling and he wore him down. Shane got well on top of him. He had a great second half. You know, and Brazo and... And... Uh, that other young lad, Mullins had a great game that day as well. We have a good team. They are a good team, yeah. We have a good team. But good teams don't win unless something has to happen for them. Yeah. You know, something has to happen. That little bit of luck. Yeah. The wire now, the wire had the chance of it, he's over the bar. But he thought he was going to get a goal like young Gil Pyle. You know? Yeah. Good hurlers, I have to mention. Oh, a few every of them one of them, mean, good hurlers. Every all, one of them. All along the line. And Scanny, the line. if Scanny could put it together, we'd be flying, you know. Come here and I tell you, um, Larkfield, you know, was always a place where there was good hurlers and, and, and Tots and Philly. And, you know, the, as you said earlier on, the, 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 the players within the centre of the village, they're not kind of there now. But there's new generations coming again. A new them. generation coming again. And with the new houses there, we'll have to get hurlers. It'd be great. It. Sure, it'd be unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but we see, they have now what we never had. They have a base. I mean, they have the clubhouse here. When we were hurling minor hurling things, they were not in here. We used to strip on the wall out yeah. there at the basketball pitch. You wouldn't have a drink of water or nothing. You might have two balls or three. Now they have a, a bag of balls. You know. Each team has a bag of balls. Yeah, that's what I mean. Unbelievable. The, the and, a, and all you have to do is go to the new place in the Kells Road. Yeah. You know, the unbelievable, you know, what we have now. And look, at, uh, I was going to come to that about, since, but since you mentioned it there, the Kells Road, you know, that was a huge undertaking for the club. And, you know, uh, you always gave a great support over the years. And, you, you know, you've always seen, you've always talked about if, if, if Mahan Jared across the road was big enough, we would have bought it and whatever it is. But you know, uh, the club has a really good, strong foundation now with the Kells We, we have, we have. You're out there week in, week out, putting grass still, aren't you? But we, yeah, but something to do, nothing else to do. But the point about it is, we have a base now. And if you go out there, we say next Tuesday, either that the youngsters are back. Next Monday, hopefully. Next Monday. Yeah. The place would be black. Yeah, yeah. It's great to see. The play, I was out there last night now, and the Camogie girls, Kilkenny Camogie girls, have the, the village gave them a pitch to train in when they wanted and there must have been 30 girls out there yeah. and they had another Scots crowd he's over an intermediate team they had as many you know yeah. it's unbelievable 
And community, I tell you, uh, when you, when you just look at all of the young lads huddled together and, and the underage structures that we have in, in, in the club, you know, you know, the future is very, very bright for James Stevens and, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's many, many good hurdles to come, isn't there? They are, but the point about it is what we have, the structures and all that, that don't win championships. You have to have the, the mentality to win. Talk to me about that. You have to have the mentality to win. And the lads over, you have to have it. What do you mean by that, fam? The mean is that you're going out, that we're going to win. Base it into them that we're not going to be beat. Even when we're behind. Competitiveness. Competitive. Like we were against the Shamrocks this year. Shamrocks allowed us to be eight points. Eight points in the first half. And they're cruising. And we brought back to two. You know, we have the mentality. But we have to bring that down. Hunger. Hunger to the younger lads. It's not because you have great facilities and you have clubs and you have lads with hundreds of all Ireland. I mean, that, that's the past. We have to look forward. Yeah. Look forward to the lads that are coming. And of course, the, the selectors and the mentors that are over them have to be as hungry as the hurlers. And I suppose that's, what, that's where it comes from, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's where it comes from. Mm. And the one thing that has to be drove into the lads, and it's very hard to do it, that you can only play 15. And a lad is disappointed when he's not playing. That's only natural. But he has to be able to, when he's called on, to win and give his best. And that they have to take it, that still want the team to win. Mm. If you take the Dublin at present now, the footballers, great men don't go on it. But when the rest to go in, to go in, you know. 110%. Yeah. You, I'm just going to ask you something else as well to talk about developing teams and you've said over the past you, you know, and, I, and again I'm getting you to talk to the fellas that are out there that are over village teams at the moment and you're saying you know when young fellas show his promise at an area try and develop a forward out of them I maintain, I'm saying that for 40 years I maintain Philip Philip should have been played as a forward Did you ever play forward? I did that? play forward, I won a minor championship playing forward, I played forward for Kilkenny I did, scored a goal in four points again clear in the bar. Yeah. Played the next day again, Wexford never got poke. <laughs> but that's hurling. Yeah. But, but uh, me, Philly should have played the forward. I maintain Philly should have played as a forward. Right. If you go to the the Rowan Callan today, again again uh Valley Callan. Philly played centre forward that day. True. Scored four points and was playing well. Played again the Shamrocks below in Thomastown. And he was the free taker as well. I maintain all good hurlers should be made players forward. I maintain Jackie Tyrrell should have been centre forward. Because it's easy to bring a lad back to defend, but to get a lad to score, that's the secret. But is there a certain technique when those lads are out there and they have the young fellas and they're saying, yeah, but OK, how do you teach them to be a forward? Well, you if you get him in, you'll teach him. He'll teach himself. Right. But you'll never see any... Chance. You'll never see any of the Fenleys playing as a back. Only one of them, Sean mm. and Michael. All the rest of them is a forward. You'll never see Eddie Kerr playing as a even when he was a young lad, playing as a, a back. So we need to develop forwards, forwards. around this club forwards. for future success. Forwards. Forwards the whole I maintain that we won that under 14, or is it under 13 this year? Or... Yeah, was yeah, it last, yeah, last year? Yeah, last yeah. year and the year before 
They did. They we were bet. Out. No, they bet the borough deal before as well. Too, yeah. Out, out, out in the yeah, but what year did Belly Callum bet us in the bridge? That was that year as well, but it was in the league, I think. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I maintain they should have brought up Noah young up Noah. onto the forward line. Good hurler, you know. Yeah. He's a good young lad. They're oh, a good team. Jesus, he's great. They put a smile on your face that particular team. I <coughs> yeah, love the young lads out yeah. there when you see them. When oh, they're, they're unbelievable. But, but, but what you said a minute ago... And what's better now, a lot of them are coming from hurling families. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Martin Feeling has a young lad coming now again. Yeah. You know, and that's what you want, you know. Yeah. What do you mean by a hurling family? There's, there are people hurled. Now, we're from a hurling family. The Tyrrells are from a hurling family. The Lies are from a hurling family. You talk hurling. 24-7. Now you have it. <laughs> That's the topic I let the O. Yeah. You know. Hurling for your breakfast. And for your dinner. When Before you, you go to bed. When you have nothing to eat. <laughs> Come here, what are you doing these days to pass the day during the pandemic, fam? Well, I walk my dog on the village hurling field when they have a sign up there, no dogs allowed. <laughs> <laughs> but look at you, special rules around here in fairness. Uh, yeah. But you're, 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 keeping, you're keeping fit and you're keeping... Oh, well. yeah, yeah. Well, I got the... Injections, I'm not too bad. Right, okay. Yeah, did you get the first one or did you have I both? I got both of them. Good man, fair play. Our vice chairman gave it to me. Very good, very good, did he? And come here and I ask of Mr. Lee, Dr. Brendan Lee. And, um, but you're, you know, you're very actively involved still and you're, you're out there and you're, you're cutting grass with, with, with Kevin and, and, and some other of the lads out yeah. there as well too. Well, we have it's a big undertaking, fan. Sure, we have, we have 37 acres. Mm. And if you didn't cut the grass... Twice a week now, you'd be bringing Timmy Burden in to make silage because mm. it's grown, it's unbelievable. But it won't be too bad now once it's opened. Yeah. You know, the lads will be hurling, it won't, the lads will be cutting it down, you know. Yeah, yeah. But we have an unbelievable facility. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Come here, it's just something that popped into my head there as well, too. I saw you out there last year in the Kells Road and there was, um, they were poking the balls into, the, into the, the, the washing machines, and of course, you stepped up, first ball you got grabbed it in your hand, and all the boys trained there for about 20 minutes, and the first one you got, you stuck it into the middle of, 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 of the middle show of all the rest of the lads. Right? I got a television over there. <laughs> well, could be, but, but I remember seeing you out here in Arfield a couple of years ago, and you brought one of the hurls that you hurled for in an All-Ireland final, and no, look, it wasn't a hurl, it was a stake as far as I was concerned, but, you know, the hurl has changed an awful lot. Oh, know. unbelievable. I was, had my grandson's hurl in my hand last night, Sam's. And us, the boss is unbelievably big. Yeah. You know. What's the main difference of the hurl now? Is the, the hurl really or is it oh, the It's the make of the hurl is completely different. Yeah. And the Dowlands are gone out of Patrick Street too. Well, they are. They're out in uh, Connie, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and Nary, well, Nary hurl I always hurl with. Yeah. You know. But, uh, but Raymond used to work with Nary at that time. And, uh, oh, did he? I didn't know oh, that. Oh, he did, yeah. Oh, oh God, he did, yeah. <coughs> so near, Remy's wife was an Ari. Oh, she was McNary's sister. And uh, uh, the hurdle is completely changed, you know. Yeah. But the ball is the thing. The ball. But would you have been forced to about the hurdle that you would have played? Because the lads are hurling now, you know what I mean? They'd, if they'd grab 20 hurdles, they might even pick one out of it, you know. But would you have been forced about the hurdle that you played? Oh, I'd be fierce fussy. Would you? There's only one man I know that's never fussy. That he just walk over and put his hand in and pull it out. Chunky. 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 I heard that. Yeah. Chunky. You don't even walk over that. You pull a hurl out, that's it. Oh, that's matter that, what yeah. size was it? I didn't know. Pick it out, that's all. Go ahead. But come here, you said you were fussy about the hurl. What was... What was what well, was I, hurl? my hurl would be a little smaller than the rest of the lads. And the boss would be smaller. 
lighter. It shouldn't be lighter. It shouldn't be lighter. No. Yeah. Yeah. But it has changed, and I, I suppose that the, the the game has changed so much, and you know. The shape of the hurdle has changed because of you know ground hurling was a big thing back and, and you know it's not yeah there's no before. back on the hurdle now yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they be that time they be nearly an inch and a quarter of a back mm. you know that when you hit it it would fly you know and like back in the day a lot of fellas were you know all men were able to take a sideline cut now you have about five in Ireland that are specialists that have been cut at seventy yards but you often see a lot of fellas missing the ball. Yeah, why? But they don't practice it. You see, practice is the thing. So Ned Wheeler, they're talking about Joe Cannon, put the ball over the bar. Ned Wheeler used to do that regular for Wexford. Mm. With a heavier ball. With a heavier ball and a heavier hurdle. Yeah. Ned Wheeler, or one of the Morrisseys of Wexford. Yeah. I think it was Jim, not Jim. Uh, one of those. Well, I can't think of his first name. One of the Morrisseys as well. Yeah. You know. Well, come here, you were saying that earlier on that you trained very, very hard for all Ireland's, but you know, you were always a man that kept yourself very fit, obviously, and you had a very, very long career, you know, you played up until, what age were you when you retired? 38. You know, you must have kept yourself very, very fit over the years, and, yeah. you know, very, very sharp. If you had advice for young fellas that were, you know, very, very young lads that are going to be listening to this now, or this podcast, and you had advice for them to, to have a long career, what would it be? Well, you'd have to look after yourself, but times are different now than in my time. I mean, I was married at 23, you know, and uh, I had a young family. And it was either you go training, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, and yeah. money wasn't as plentiful as it is now. Of course, yeah. You know, every young lad now have £200 going down the street on a Saturday night. The £300 COVID payment. I remember <laughs> a minor final, or an under-21 final played in Thomastown. Paddy Bryan... Jimmy O'Brien and Shawnee O'Brien gave me a heap of money to mind between the three of them. And I had a tenner for myself. The money they had was unbelievable, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And there, you see, you had the O'Briens. And you had, they're coming again now with Vinnie. Mm. Vinnie had a young lad coming as well. But, you know, them young lads that are coming and you're talking to, you know, lads will be listening to this fan and they'll be looking up to you and saying, Jesus, that man played for so long. What advice would you give them young lads listening in? And, and what You'd have to live the game. That's the secret. Mm. You have to live the game. I mean, well, you say live the game. What do you mean by that? You have to live it, you see. I mean, you can't go out and booze and have a good time. That only happens for a couple of years. Because the lad you're playing on, if he's doing the same as you, it's grand. But if he's living the game, you know, going to bed early, training, not earthing around, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking you there as well, Tor, about, you know, the development of the skills of the game. Where, you know, young fellas now, where should they be actually doing that? Should do a lot of it again a wall. The handball alley here. Did you do a lot of it? No, I done a fierce amount of it. Right, okay. Fierce amount of it. But we were lucky enough, you see, we had a green in front of our house when we were kids. And Mickey Dunn was a fanatic for hurling. Yeah. Hugh McCarthy. There was later nine of us living on the street of Total Minor for Kilkenny. Yeah. The Welches, the Duns, yeah, you know. Yeah. And we'd be all out on the green. Yeah. Fesco Ren and Dixie would be out there as well. And they'd be all hurling. Hurling was the way they'd be playing old matches again one another. Yeah. But then when dallies were built, we used to come up here to, to the handball alley. Yeah, but hurl is often. Always, oh, the, always the, the ball in your hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. No matter what age you are. Yeah. And it doesn't matter, you know, if you're six or if you're 26, the yeah, more hurling you can get. Yeah. But I'd say Kerr in them days when the, he was a boarder in the college, and he used to go to Dali in the college, I'd say, yeah. beating the ball again, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, all the lads here, Jackie and Owen, and oh, sure, Jackie lives in it in the, in the alley, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't beat it, you can't beat it. Van, look, it was a pleasure talking to you. We're coming to the last couple of minutes of it here now, and it was, you know, it was great to pray to be able to meet you again. I haven't seen you in a while over the, over the lockdown and whatever, but um, listen, all the family is well, good. Oh, yes, they're all well, every one of them, yeah. all going well. Yeah. And you enjoyed, of course, Philly's success with the Camogie team. As oh, well. sure, it was great. And what made it so better is we had two girls on it. Yeah, yeah. That would made it twice as good. Yeah. You know, but you'd have to give Pierce credit to Dowling now. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, after being bit two years before, in my opinion, they could have won it. Yeah. If the lads had to be over it, that's over it now. Did you won it? But come here, I know you're a great uh, advocate and, and a great supporter of the Camogie set up here in the club yeah. as well too, and uh, have to give them a mention as well too. But you know they, they've come on leaps and bounds as well too. And oh, they have know, it. Um, some believe we have a great Camogie team. Mm. We have great Camogie team. Mm. There's John General Valahi, Young Menog. Young Menog, I think, will be a fine hurler. Uh, and uh, Jennifer Lahi, she's very good. Hannah is not too bad either. And and uh, Jenna, you know, and Scott's daughter. Scott's daughter is, is a flaming woman, you know, she's a fine hurler, you know. Yeah. And young Delaney, that's a brother, of the, a sister of the young lad that hurled senior with us. She, she's a fine hurler. Yeah, yeah. Fan, it was an absolute pleasure to, to talk to you tonight, and uh, uh, thanks for, for, for joining us to our first podcast. Uh, you're, you're, you're a great man. You're never stuck for a word, that's for sure. Uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in to our first podcast that I mentioned already, sponsored by DID Electrical. You can reach us on all the local uh, usual social media channels or contact us directly on James Stevens Podcast at gmail.com. Tune in next week where I'll be uh, joined by village stalwart Liam uh, Turl, who'll be looking at some of the uh, great memories from Liam and other great days within the club's history. Have a great week and speak to you all soon.